Thanks for joining us on After Dark with Rob and Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, Pandora, or head on over to AmericaOutloud.com, where you can click the Listen Live tab for 24-7 talk radio. And while you're there, please check out all the great articles and podcasts updated daily and share those on social media. We always appreciate that a great deal when you share on social media. It helps out everyone on the network so much. We face the same social media censorship that many of you do. So when you share, 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 it helps out all the hosts and writers a great deal, and we do appreciate it. I know a lot of us uh, retweet anything that we see that's shared from America Out Loud. Hope you all had a fantastic weekend. Got a lot of news on the docket to talk about today. But what we're going to start off talking about is this failing Biden administration. Joe Biden once again disappearing. Uh, Literally, if you saw him Saturday morning come out for questions Uh, He acted like he was going to take questions lined up in front of the reporters. And then you had a reporter ask him, hey, Joe, what are the consequences going to be for China and the COVID-19 origins? All of a sudden, Joe Biden didn't want to take questions. He just turned around and uh, walked towards the helicopter. And then we had this situation once again where the media, the other members of the media, got mad at the reporter who asked that question because they didn't get a chance to talk to Joe. It's like, are you kidding me? These people are like cheerleaders for the Biden administration. They get mad at reporters who ask real questions that Biden doesn't answer anyways. I mean, this administration could not be any more of a joke, but sadly, this is where we are here in the United States of America. The guy just keeps tucking his tail between his legs and running. I mean, he is no president whatsoever. We saw China get away with flying the spy balloon over the entire continental United States. And then the Biden administration wants to act like they accomplished something by shooting it down after it had already crossed the entire country. This guy is just completely clueless and over his head. But this is nothing new, Rob. This is what we've been saying. How are you doing tonight? Andrew, I'm doing great, and I hope everyone had a fantastic weekend. Like you said, last week, there was a lot of news events taking place. And even on our show, Andrew, we had a lot of guests, had a a lot of good topics that we were discussing. And we're back for another week, kicking it off to dissect more things that are taking place in the news. And I, I, I don't want to say find it interesting because it's not interesting. I'm not surprised by the fact that Joe is avoiding questions from the media, pertinent questions, questions that are important. And then you have the media giving him cover, and then they attack their fellow uh, journalist when they're asking the hard, all too important questions. Because you got to think back, not only during when Biden was running for office, how they gave him cover, but remember all the other candidates whom they gave cover. Look at John Fetterman, who's now in a psycho ward. Let's just be honest here. He's in a psycho ward, and there's nothing wrong with it, but he's definitely in a psycho ward because he's having mental issues. And they gave him cover. And when a journalist came out and said that this guy has a lot of deficits, the media attacked. They attacked her viciously. And even Fetterman's wife said that she should lose her job. So put that up against Biden refusing to answer questions about COVID and China 
the same way he refused to answer questions regarding the big balloon in the air. They knew the balloon was coming from China. We now know that. They saw it was there, docked there, and they saw when it took off. But they didn't tell the American people. They had us to believe that they didn't know what it was or where it was coming from. Once it entered Alaska, entered our airspace, and then Canada, and then it started to move across the continental United States, they were still, what is it? We don't know what it is. But they knew what it was. Biden knew. And the mainstream media knew as well. But they gave him cover. They pretended as if, though, no, it, maybe it is, maybe it isn't. But you knew what it was. Once it had traveled across the country as it was the intention, they decided to shoot it down in the Atlantic Ocean. Knowing that it would probably be difficult to get some of the information that was needed to see what types of information this balloon was transporting back to China. All at once, we started seeing multiple balloons. I think this was by design. They were, I'm serious. I think they were trying to distract the American people because then you had to, while they were trying to distract us, they started going through the archives and saying, oh, well, there were balloons when Trump was in office. Right. Because it, they and, know that if they put Trump's name in it, it will change the focus and everyone is mad at Trump again. And this administration was spending $400,000 a missile to knock out what they ended up telling us were science projects, basically. It's like, what? Something's not adding up here. I think there's still a lot of information this administration has not given us over that fiasco. Absolutely, there's a lot of administration. And they more than likely won't give it to us because we don't have inquisitive media, inquisitive media, that will raise these questions. And if we do have one journalist who will raise the question, that journalist will be beaten down. And then everyone forgets about it. Because like I said, they will then throw in Trump. The moment they throw in Trump, people lose all, not that they even had any reasonability about them, but they just start focusing on him. Oh yeah, he did it, he did it. This has got to stop. Because there. They have conditioned the American public to be Pavlov's dog and his experiment. And now I'm going back to sixth grade science, and they probably don't even teach science anymore. So I'm sure a lot of people are completely unaware of Pavlov's experiments. So I would ask you to go and Google P-A-V-L-O-V, Pavlov's dog experiment that he was running tests on dogs that when he would ring a bell, he would get a ring a bell, he would get a response from the dogs. That's what's happening now. The media has been so careful to orchestrate a scientific experiment whereby when they mention Trump's name, people become enraged. Why? I don't know. If anything, they should say, this man protected our country. He protected our borders. He answered our questions. He was up in our face. We probably didn't like some of the things he was saying. But by God, this man was out front and center, unlike Joe Biden, who is not out front and center.
Joe Biden is slowly, Andrew, I think, retrieving to the basement. Because there's just been too many pile-ons of mistakes that he and this administration have made. You have Jean Karine Pierre coming out saying that this is the most diverse White House ever. I'll give her that. It is also the most incompetent White House ever. They have an individual that they're getting ready to put on the, I think, the FAA, a black man. I saw some of the hearings. Probably a smart man in his own right, but he knows nothing about the FAA. Absolutely nothing. They were asking him questions. He was like, I'm sorry, but I can't answer that. This reminds me when they had a judge that they were getting ready to put on the court. Basic things in the Constitution she knew nothing about, but what she did know about was diversity and equity. This is what we're up against now. And people are okay with it. They're smiling. Oh, this is great. The cabinet members looks like us. Well, how does it look like us that we're incompetent? We can't make decisions. And I'm afraid that's what's happening. That they're putting out these people who know absolutely nothing about nothing. And they're saying, we're going to put them there. Because they're good. We like them. But it has to be more than just that. So when I see Biden going in or coming out and refusing to answer questions, basic questions, things that he should know. And he's turning around. Oh, I don't I don't don't, I'm not going to say anything about that. And when he is pressed. He somehow brings Trump's name in it. And then people just forget Take leave of their senses. Oh, yeah, Trump, 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 Trump. COVID. Trump told us it's like the flu. It's like a cold. And it's the China virus. It originated from China, from the Wuhan lab. And we should say the China virus. We say the Ebola virus. What's wrong with saying the China virus? Oh, that's uh, racist. You being a xenophobe. Really? It originated from China. Why not say that? But see, again, they've conditioned people to think, oh, if you say anything like that, it's racist. And only Trump would say it. Whereas Biden is out making all kinds of racist comments, inappropriate comments. He made a comment the other day about a nurse who was taking care of him and some of the special things the nurse was doing for him that she wasn't doing for anyone else. And he's not for certain if she should be doing those things. No one said anything about it. They just moved along. Oh, nothing to see here. Oh, he's just being Joe. Right, he's just being Joe, the racist man that he is. He has on blinders, unconscious biasness, unconscious racism, unconscious prejudices. But the media will give him cover. Meanwhile, we in the States were looking and wondering what's happening. Look at how they said that Trump was going to start World War III. Oh, no. How is he going to start World War III when he keeps trying to get us out of wars? He keeps saying, no, we're not going to do that. We're going to tell them, if you do this, this is what will happen to you. Telling our adversaries this. We will put the kibosh on you. But no one seems to see that. They think, oh, no, he's going to hurt war. But whereas Joe is funding a war. 
are, are we so blind that we can't see this? Is there so much hate that we can't see what this man is doing? He's incompetent or what he's not doing. He's very incompetent. And when we need him most, he's in the basement hiding or he's in Delaware. No, I haven't forgotten about those documents, classified documents. In Delaware, in his basement, just to clarify. <laughs> in his basement in Delaware. Probably looking at the classified documents, trying to parcel them out to Hunter so that Hunter can go huh. and make more money and then give him 10%. If we had a curious media, they would say, there's something going on here. And you know what, Andrew? I don't think anyone's thought about this. Berterman is in the psych ward. Diane Feinstein, apparently, she's either in hospice or she's being medicated somewhere in a nursing home. The Democrats don't have a full Senate. They're outnumbered. You know where I'm going with this? Now, see, if I were on the Hill, I would immediately introduce articles of impeachment and I would go and speak to all of the senators, minus Mitt Romney, Susan Mikowski, and Susan Collins, because you know that they're not going to be on board. I would speak to the others to say, hey, we have the majority. Let's impeach this idiot. Let's impeach him now. No one's thought about that. The Democrats couldn't stop it because Fetterman is in la-la land, and who knows where Diane Feinstein is. And there's another senator who's out as well. You make a move, you kick them when they're down. I would have already introduced articles of impeachment. The House should already introduce them. We're going to introduce them. Now, they would say, yeah, but by the time we take this to the Senate, the Democrats would have a full House. I don't care, so be it. But I would lay out the case to the American people. And I would start out by saying, we know you don't like Donald Trump, but this isn't about Donald Trump. This is about Joe Biden and his incompetence. This is about a man who is in the White House, who has not been able to fulfill his constitutional duties. This is about a man who is allowing our borders to be breached by foreign individuals, illegal aliens. This is about a man who has destroyed our nation, the infrastructure. This is about a man who has let down many Americans. This is about a man who has been peddling influence or allowed his son to peddle influence. He's allowing China to come in. And he says nothing about it because he has been colluding with the media and big tech. Plain and simple, you put the case out there. Why are they still deciding whether or not we should use TikTok or not? <laughs> are you serious? It's a foreign weapon. It's being used against us. But our children want to use it. Our children want to use it. Well, are they going to go to war? Absolutely not. If they're faced with the war, they'll probably go in their little circles and start crying. Yeah, yeah, we need to go to the war. I don't want to die. And you know who would have to fight that war? The people that they're seeing are racist and prejudiced. We would have to stand up and answer the call while these little beta males and insignificant women who think that, oh, I want to do everything a man can do will go somewhere and retrieve in their basement with Joe. But yet, still, we're the bad people. We're, we're evil. 
I would impeach him. I would present the articles of impeachment and say, drag him out of the basement wherever he is. It's time for him now to face a court of his peers, to face the American people. Look at the people in East Palestine still waiting for this incompetent imbecile. Oh, I may go. I might not go. We all know why he's not going. Because they did not vote for him. It's a known fact. You, I mean, I don't know why the media won't just say it. Just come out and say it. Just ex He won't go there because he didn't get their vote. If this was Flint, Michigan, he would be there talking about white people wanting to lynch y'all to scare black people up to gin up the base. And like I said, black people, whenever you talk about lynching, they'll immediately believe it and not looking at the fact that, wait a minute, in Chicago, we've been killing ourselves. Look at how many of us were killed in 2021 under Lori Lightfoot, who, thank God, is out. Now, we're up on a break. We're going to talk about this because we need to be aware as to what's happening in our country. We need to be aware that they've been, they, the media, the enemy of the people, as Trump so eloquently identified, and the media didn't like it. There were a lot of journalists on both the left and the right. Like they say, if you throw a rock in a pack of dogs, if no one barks, no one got hit. But the ones who are barking, they got hit because they know that they're guilty. So on both the left and the right, when Trump made that comment, they were mad. But Andrew, it was true. True, true, true. Plain and simple. You hit the nail on the head, Rob. You're tuned into After Dark with Rob and Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available Monday through Friday on America Out Loud's iHeartRadio channel at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central, or 7 p.m. on the West Coast. We'll be back with more After Dark with Rob and Andrew. We know you love the versatility and portability of the Genesis Fogger, but sometimes you just want to set it and forget it. Well, we heard you. Introducing the UX4 HOCL Atomizer. This stationary unit quietly protects you and is perfect for smaller spaces. With over a quarter million units sold in Japan, it's now available in the United States. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud to see the UX4 in action and receive a 15% discount on either Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you're ready for anything. We wouldn't go a day without washing our hands, brushing our teeth, and washing our nose. Well, wait, we wash our nose? Yes, the number one place where bacteria, viruses, and pollen enter the body is through the nose. So the average person breathes over 23,000 times a day. That's 23,000 opportunities for bacteria, viruses, and irritants to get into your nose and make you sick. For an extra layer of protection, wash your nose with Clear. That is Clear, X-L-E-A-R. Clear's drug-free nasal spray features xylitol, an ingredient proven to block adhesion of many nasty bacteria and viruses, and effectively clean, not just rinse like a saline, but wash your nose. Clear nasal spray quickly alleviates congestion, opens your airway, and ensures your body's natural defenses are strong. Read the research studies for yourself at clear.com. That's X-L-E-A-R.com. Protect yourself from the pathogens and junk you breathe. Pick up a bottle for you and your family today. So when we went to break, we were talking about Biden or seemingly retrieving to the basement. Also mentioned Lori Lightfoot. 
and how the media isn't holding her accountable. And there's just so many things that are taking place in our society whereby people aren't being held accountable. But we do know that the media is able to trigger people and get a response if they introduce Trump's name. And when you look at conservatives, I think that a lot of them are thinking, well, if Trump becomes the nominee, the left will become invigorated and they will come out and want to vote against him. And that's probably true, that they will, especially if Biden is in his basement and promising free money to these young voters who don't know anything about anything. And it's sad because we have a generation of people who don't know basic civics or history. And this in part was due to conservatives just giving up our education to the left. If you go on a college campus today, and I'm going to go back to Lori Lightfoot, but I want to introduce this. If you go on a college campus and you look at the people who are majoring in early education, and just education as a whole, you would be surprised at the people you would see there. It's not back in like it was in the day we had people who were really serious about education. But a majority of those people, and I'm just going to say it, a majority of them are woke, pink-haired, blue-haired, multi-haired, Pride Day wearing flag misfits with tattoos on their faces. That's one thing to have it on your arm or your leg. Okay, that's each each his own. All on their faces. Uh, nose rings up to was Waizu. You're like, wait, did I step into a freak show? No, these are our early early education majors who want to have access to our children. And a lot of them have matriculated into the schools and are teaching their children with their ideas. That's dangerous. And you have an incompetent administration that's welcoming these individuals. They say, oh, it's okay. Uh, Look at going back to Lori Lightfoot, who lost her election. Rightfully so. She got trounced. And you look at her background. Smart woman, so it seems. Pedigree education. She was hoisted upon the people in Chicago and made them believe that she was going to change things. She was going to change the day. She was going to make everything okay for Chicago. Before her, it was Rahm Emanuel. And we knew that he wasn't going to do anything. He was just there because Barack Obama was rewarding him, having worked on Barack Obama's in Barack Obama's White House. But he was ultra-liberal. He, too, had worked in Bill Clinton's White House. You see, they just, like, moved these players around. So we knew he wasn't going to do anything for Chicago. So then they said, well, let's let Lori Lightfoot. What were her credentials? She's black, she's a woman, and she's a lesbian. Lesbian, black, woman. That that fit the criteria, fit the bill. Let's give it to her, put her out front. 
for four years, just like Biden has four years. And look at how she destroyed Chicago. Destroyed it. The same way Mayor de Blasio destroyed New York City. And now we have Eric Adams. He's going to continue the destruction. But for some reason, the media won't call these people out. They will allow them to continue along those lines, destroying our cities. I'm hearing now that Biden, who's retrieving to the basement in the White House of Delaware, he's more than likely going to run unless he comes out, passes out, is sick. And Andrew, did you see the other day that they said that he was treated for cancer? That he went in and the doctors removed a, I think it was a non-cancerous cell from his body. Did you read, did you see that? I did. They probably would have never told us about this. Now, had the tables been turned and this had been Trump, they would already be writing his obituary. Because when he got COVID, a lot of them were secretly saying, oh God, let's hope, it's, let's hope it kills him. I'm just going to speak the truth. They wanted him dead. And when he left the White House, standing up, walking out of the White House, they were angry. How dare he walk out of the White House? He should be on a gurney. They should have like strolled him out. He should be in a wheelchair. The fact yeah. that he walked out, they went ballistic. You know why? Because had they rolled him out on a gurney, they would have said, he's dead. And they're just going to prop him up. He's dead. But when he walked out, and then they said that he was working at Walter Reed Hospital at the White House there, they were angry. But look at Joe Biden. Yeah. A cancer cell that we probably wouldn't have known about. Oh, no biggie. Let's just mention it and let's just keep going on. And Rob, this guy is 80 years old. These health issues are just going to continue to pile up. Unfortunately, we don't get healthier as we get older. By the time this guy would finish a second term in office, he would be 86 years old. I mean, that is just way too old to be running the country. He's already the oldest president ever. And uh, his wife, Jill, wants to put the country through it again. I think it's going to be interesting to see if the rest of the Democrats allow that to happen or if one of them's going to try and cut the line. Well, Andrew, remember, we talked about this on one of our shows. We said that uh, Jill, as well as, you know, Thurman's wife, Giselle, that they're power hungry. They know that these men are incompetent. They know that these men are challenged physically and mentally, but they don't care. And as I was saying, it, I'm reading that Joe has already tapped the governor of Michigan, Gretchen Whitmer, the mayor of New York, Eric Adams, and uh, someone else. He's already tapped them to be his mouthpieces, to go out and sing his virtues and the things that he has done. <laughs> to campaign for him so he doesn't have and, to. And to again. campaign. He's going to retrieve, like, like as we said in the first block, he's going to retrieve to the basement. These people will go out and be his talking heads. Now, notice, really. Gavin Newsom isn't there, and neither is Kamala Harris. But he's appointed these other individuals to go out. And I don't. I can't believe still that Gretchen Whitmer won her election because she shouldn't have. She should have lost the same way Lori Lightfoot lost because of the damage that Whitmer has brought up on Michigan. Now, during one of our previous shows, I had said that I blamed the voters, and I still do somewhat, 
But I, it goes back to I blame the media as well because the media give these people cover. The media makes it seem as if the, what these people are saying is right, and it's not. Years ago when I was in journalism school, and I was one of my professors, and he said that the media cannot control the thought process of individuals. And I'm like, yes, they can. Because if you're constantly putting this out there, people will believe what they're seeing. What are the way they're going to get information? And this is way before we got the internet. I'm like, you have no way of getting your information, but formulating your ideas based upon what you're seeing in the media, what you're reading in newspapers, what you're seeing on TV. And he's like, no, that's impossible. Fast forward today, you look at it and you see that it is possible. And that's how people are forming and shaping their ideas based upon what they're reading in the media. And if the media says Joe Biden is okay, people will believe it. I am surprised that they didn't give Lori Lightfoot more cover. I'm, I really am surprised. Right. Because I, this, go ahead. Um, if I were Chicago residents, I would be excited that she's gone, but I wouldn't celebrate just yet. This Brandon Johnson, who's oh. uh, the Democrat running. I mean, this guy is a school school teacher, union organizer, a Cook County commissioner. Um, he's made a lot of anti-police statements in the past. So um, I don't know if they're off the hook just yet. I mean, this Paul Vallis, the Republican running, he seems pretty solid. Uh, he got just, um, well, he he won the election. In fact, he got 33% of the vote. But if you put together Brandon Johnson and Lori Lightfoot, they've got about 10,000 more votes than what he got. That's assuming everyone that voted for Lightfoot's going to vote for this Brandon Johnson. But uh, there's a real chance Chicago could have a Republican mayor. Uh, depending on how this shakes, I think that would be great for the city and it would really show uh, the rest of the country that it is indeed possible. Uh, I couldn't believe Eric Adams won in New York. Uh, some of these cities that just keep electing Democrats, it's shocking. Hopefully Chicago doesn't make that same mistake. Well, Andrew, I uh, hate to burst your bubble, but Paul Vallis is actually the Democrat Party. <laughs> He's a Democrat. Uh, he does have a lot of conservative views. I would say that he is more so a, as I say, a blue dog Democrat, but he's he he <laughs> is registered as a Democrat now. And and I'm that's good. It's a good thing that he is because he will be able to govern right. I like just, a conservative. I just saw some of the uh, talking heads on Twitter talking about some of his opinions and he seemed like yeah. a conservative, but uh, he does. apparently his, that's not what he's registered as. No, so. he's registered as a Democrat and his uh opinions and his views are line, more so lined toward conservatism. He might be one of those Democrats from way back when, but he's a registered Democrat. But the other guy, Brandon Johnson, I hope Chicagoans don't make the mistake in nominating this guy. Because if they do, it's going to be another Lori Lightfoot. And you would think that as, as the, I think this is in the Bible, and many people quote this, that whom much is given, much is expected. Lori Lightfoot was given a lot. She did nothing significant to change the trajectory of Chicago. N name one thing that she did to help Chicago. Nothing. Now, she's out saying now that she didn't win the election because of her race and gender. Well, you know, maybe that's true. Maybe that's true because they didn't get the best of the best when they picked the black person, they didn't get the best of the best when they picked the gender, the female gender, because there are more qualified people out there 
than not that could have run and been much more successful. I think the last successful mayor that they had, whom they had a lot of high hopes for, was Harold Washington. He was a Democrat. And I think he served all of about, I think, a few months, and then he died mysteriously. I still think that someone poisoned him because his whole idea was to change Chicago. Chicago has been under Democrat rule for God knows how long. And look at what has happened. And remember, Barack Obama came out of Chicago. You would think he would have said, well, let me run for mayor. Let me straighten this out. But no, he wants to run for senator. And then I'm going to be the president. And he was a miserable president. And that's the reason why we have all these race issues right now. Because during his last term, he turned on the spigot and watched it just come out. So Lori Lightfoot was given a lot and did absolutely nothing. You had Rahm Emanuel, who was Jewish, did absolutely nothing for Chicago. Yeah, yeah. You, have to, you have to wonder what the final straw was that people decided that they are not going to vote for Lori Lightfoot. Was it the lockdowns? Was it the crime? Uh, there's so many things it could be, but uh, could have been a combination of all of it, really. But I think uh, crime is the main underlying issue. Um, the city's like a war zone. You know, that's a good point. You know, I, I wish they would go in and survey the voters and say, you know, what turned you against Lori Lightfoot, because she thought she was going to win. She was out singing and making videos, TikTok videos. And the woman is just, just, just to break it down, the woman is a hideous woman. I mean, I think mentally, physically, and aesthetically. And remember during the lockdown, she claims that she's the face of the city and she's got to go out. She needed a haircut. I'm like, you call that a haircut? And, you know, there's this running joke that she looks like Beetlejuice, and I never got it. Then I put the two, the characters, Beetlejuice is a character in a movie that Alec Baldwin was in. And what was her name? Um, I can't think of the other actress. But I put the two <laughs> side by side, and I'm like, my gosh, she does look like Beetlejuice. In fact, after the election the other night, if you Googled Beetlejuice, uh, results of the Chicago election popped up. <laughs> that's a real thing. Gina Davis was the actress who appeared next to Alec Baldwin in the movie Beetlejuice. And that wasn't a bad movie. And I think it was Winona Ryder also. When it first came out, I didn't I didn't watch it. But that since my, then, some years the one, later. Is that the one yes. with Mike, Michael Keaton? Didn't he play Beetlejuice? Michael Keaton played Beetlejuice, yep. Okay. And uh, I think it was with – wait, wait. Was it with Michael – wait. Alec, yeah, Alec Baldwin was in it also. Yeah. And I didn't like it. And some years later, I watched it with my son. I'm like, wow, this is not a bad movie. It's really funny. It's hilarious. But just going back to uh, Miss Beetlejuice, Lori Lightfoot, and a lot of people thought she was Indian also because of the name Lori Lightfoot. And I don't know if she misappropriated that name. Who knows? You know, they do this in, you know, when they have these crazy ideas, these woke individuals. But she lost the election, and I would like to know why she lost. But the other point I wanted to make here before I, you know, got off on a tangent is that, like I said, Barack Obama would think he would have run for mayor of Chicago to help the people in Chicago, but he did it. I'll make this one statement that I know we've got to go to break. But it takes me to Oprah Winfrey and how people are saying, oh, she should run for president. I'm like, why don't we start her off small to see if she could tackle something as small as being the mayor? But her name was never floated as being a mayor. It was more so floated of being the president. Now, I want to take this back up on the other side of the break because I want to dissect this. But think about it. Not the mayor, but president. What are the qualifications, Andrew? But we'll discuss that. 
Yeah, it seems like mayor of Chicago is a job that none of these celebrities want to take up. Or uh, Michelle Obama, I mean, she's always talking about running for president. Why doesn't she go back to Chicago and try and fix that mess? But the Obamas seem to want no part of Chicago other than their little community center that the taxpayers funded for millions and millions of dollars. You guys are tuned into After Dark with Robin Andrew, which is available on America Out Loud's iHeartRadio channel Monday through Friday at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central, or 7 p.m. on the West Coast. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Andrew. Trouble getting to sleep and staying asleep is infuriating. Your mind races, you toss and turn, and the harder you try, the harder it is to drift off. And today's fast-paced digital age makes it tougher. You're not alone. Poor sleep affects over 70% of us. The CDC even labeled insufficient sleep a public health epidemic. Advanced nutrition company, Healthy Cell, created REM sleep to help you quickly fall asleep, stay asleep, sleep deep, and wake refreshed. Unlike other supplements that don't work, REM sleep is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients, supporting all four stages of sleep using calming herbs, amino acids, and sleep hormone support. Over a thousand reviews with an average star rating of over 4.4 proves it works. Take back your sleep. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. Hello, I'm Ben Marble, MD, and I founded MyFreeDoctor.com as a donation-supported, faith-based nonprofit with a mission to save lives by delivering free doctor visits to patients in all 50 states of America. MyFreeDoctor.com treats a broad range of health concerns like COVID-19, long COVID, sinus infections, urinary tract infections, rashes, medication refills, and more. So please visit MyFreeDoctor.com where we're healing America one person at a time. America out loud beats to the pulse of our nation. We know when you're angry, you're troubled, confused, glad, and thankful. Well, we know you because we are you. AmericaOutloud.com. Join us as we explore the most important issues of our time. America Out Loud Talk Radio. The liberty and justice for all. Here on America Out Loud, we emphasize optimal health, and air is the most essential element for life. The average person inhales over 35 pounds of air every day. Yet we seldom think about how to rid the air of pathogens swiftly and safely when we need to. The Genesis Fogger Plus HOCL is the only way to quickly and naturally restore air to its optimal condition. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud for a free ebook on everything you need to know about HOCL and receive a 15% discount on the Genesis Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you'll be ready for what's next. So the last segment, when we went to break, I was talking about Oprah Winfrey and how her name never came up to run for mayor of Chicago, but it did for the president. And it just makes you wonder what qualifications, well, first of all, what qualifications does she have to run for mayor if her name was thrown out there? But certainly what qualifications did she have for running for the president? Well, I'll tell you what qualifications she had. She had a following. She had disciples. She had people who would not question her. No matter what she did, they would just say, hey, let's 
give it to her. Let's let her do it. And that's it. That's the only qualification is that she had a following, and Democrats are really big on followings, followers, and identity politics. That's the reason why they're letting all these illegal aliens come in, because they're thinking, hey, here's another voter base. Blacks only make up 13% of the population. Eventually, we won't need them at all. So let's bring in the Hispanic base. Now, once Hispanics starts voting mainstream and voting more moderately and voting for Republicans, they'll like, let's dismiss them. And that's the reason why they want the Hispanics from Mexico and not the Hispanics from Cuba. Because the ones from Mexico is like, hey, they're, they're going to think liberal. We'll give them all this stuff. You see, people don't connect the dots, and the media won't spell this out. The media on both sides. I mean, the left and the right. You look at Fox News. God bless Fox News. I know they've been around for 20-something years or 30-something years. They're trying to do their best. But come on, at some point, you got to wake up. And now I hear that they're feuding with Donald Trump and Steve Bannon. And like, come on. This is the reason why we can't win. Because we don't have anyone on our side, a reliable media source. I'm not saying be biased, but I am saying report the news, fair and accurate. I mean, they've just forgotten all about this whole thing with Joe and the classified documents. They don't even want to go into the whole thing with Lori Lightfoot and the damage that she's caused in Chicago and why Barack Obama is having gotten off his butt to go in and help. Now, think about Trump. If this were happening in Trump's land, they would be, oh, why won't Trump go and try to do this? Why won't Trump do this? Why won't Trump do that? Because they know if he were to say it, he would do it. And Andrew, I said so many times when Trump was in office, I'm like, he should go to Chicago and he should say, no, we're going to clean this up. He has a building in Chicago. But of course, when he offered to go there, Beetlejuice Lightfoot said, oh, we don't want him here. But he offered to come. But see, they didn't want him there because they knew how he got there, Andrew. He probably would have started cleaning up the place. And right. Blocks would have said, oops, we like him. He He's actually, putting his money where his mouth is. Yeah, he actually attempted to come during the uh, 2016 election, if you remember. And uh, there was fights that broke out before the rally started. A lot of um, agitators from Black Lives Matter, Antifa, groups like that were agitating. They had to cancel the rally right before it started. President Trump wasn't safe to come up on stage. How sad is that? But it seems like the Democrats are just scared to have President Trump go up on stage in Chicago and tell the truth about what's been happening in their city. He wanted to come there, and they didn't want him there because they knew that he would have made a mark on the town. Meanwhile, Barack Obama hasn't, I don't even think he stepped foot in Chicago other than to look and see if his masterpiece presidential library is going to be built, where he's getting money from all over the world. The moment that thing opens, you watch, they're going to give it all kinds of attention. Oh, it's the greatest, and it's the best, and it's this, and it's that. Oh, and this, and oh, and it's just, it beats all other presidential libraries. But what has he done for Chicago? Nothing. Black lives don't matter. And as the pastor, Pastor Stewart, said when he came on last week, is that it seems that black lives only matter when a police officer gets involved and does something that he shouldn't do. That's when we want to come out and say, oh, black lives matter. I was looking the other day, Andrew, I was reading, and there is a pastor from uh, – what is her name? Uh, da, 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 in, in Memphis, Tennessee, the Memphis, Tennessee area 
who was killed. This happened. Her name was Antonia Ethan Williams, doctor, and she was a Methodist preacher, female, and she was killed by a 15-year-old and a 21-year-old. I remember this clearly when it happened. Got very little press coverage. Still hasn't gotten the press coverage that it deserves. And you know why? Oh, because there were two black people involved. Two black people killed a black woman. They don't want to talk about it. It's like it's not significant because it wasn't a, a white police officer or a white person. So we can't get any miles out of it, which is what happened in Chicago. The same thing has happened in New Orleans. I hear that they're trying to recall the mayor of uh, Latoya and what's her name? Latoya Williams in New Orleans because she's not doing Latoya Cantrell. That's her name in New Orleans because she's not doing a good job. She's doing everything besides the thing that she should be doing, which is run the city and make certain that crime is down. She's not doing it. See, this is what happens to these Democrats when they get into power. This is what happens when these Democrats get into power. They don't do their jobs. The same thing with Joe Biden. He's not doing his job. So he's going to retreat to the basement. And the media will give him cover. This has been happening nonstop. I'm going to retreat. They'll give me cover, and I won't have to say anything. And they'll just speak about all my virtues, all the good things that I've done. Lori Lightfoot should have never been elected. And I remember who she was going up against, and everyone was saying, oh, well, if Lori gets it, this will be the first. This will be the first. And that's all they were looking at. This will be the first. The same thing they're looking at Joe Biden. He's the oldest president. Oh, and he won by a landslide, and he this and he that. But when you start breaking down the numbers... And looking at how he won and the collusion that was taking place and how judges interfered with elections. And then we want to talk about this whole thing with uh, in Atlanta. They're saying that Trump was trying to meddle with the election and simply because he called the secretary of state and said, look, we only need to find a, a, like 11,000 votes. They have to be there. Are you guys not counting? That's all he said. And that's supposed to be, oh, election. He was trying to steal the election. No. Whenever they bring it up, the media will say, oh, you know, they're still investigating whether Trump tried to change the election, tried to steal the election. Even the media on the right says the same thing. Allowing the left to control the narrative, allowing the left to say what they want to say. So when you take this back to someone like Lori Lightfoot, they'll say, oh, yeah, the election was stolen from her because of her gender. No, it wasn't. People turned against her because she was allowing them to be killed in the streets. 800 black people killed in 2021? Why? Why was that? It just doesn't make any sense. And something needs to happen. And it happened. Because they're like, we don't want her again. We refuse to have her. She has done absolutely nothing. But just bring up the fact that Oh, well, she's the first black woman, the first lesbian woman, and these things don't matter. I know that Biden's White House thinks that they matter. And whenever their numbers are bad, the White House secretary will always come out and say, as I said during the first block, oh, this is the most diverse, the most diverse. Yeah, but it's also the most incompetent. 
you look around you in the country, we have all this diversity, all these people at the top. And it's unfortunate because a lot of them are people of color, but they're incompetent. They can't do the job. And when they're called out, the first thing they'll say is, oh, you're saying this because I'm a person of color. Now, think about Chicago. Predominantly Democrat. Democrat. And the Democrats said, we don't want her. Get her out. We don't want her. But that just takes me back to Jesse Summerlet. Who's out? Who should be in jail? Because he's appealing his case. Because he claimed that people... Uh, that some people attacked him saying this is MAGA country <laughs> in Chicago, Andrew. Can you imagine MAGA? I mean, I, I wish it were MAGA country because Republicans would be ruling Chicago. But that statement on itself is a lie. Why didn't the media call him out and say, no, this is not MAGA country. It's anything but MAGA country. It's blue through and through. So for him to even say that, and he was never challenged on that, Andrew. I mean, it's like it's farcical. It's embarrassing. It's like, are you serious? Yeah, and let's not forget, <clears throat> in Chicago, a police officer was murdered um, because Kim Fox, the district, the state's attorney, dismissed his case in July. This criminal who shot this police officer. In other words, this guy should have been in prison, but he wasn't in prison. He shot a police officer. So now there's a lot of heat on Kim Fox for this. And I think it'll continue with this latest act that Governor Pritzker has signed, the Safety Act, where they're going to just keep releasing these criminals instead of locking them up. And who benefits from this? Who's benefiting from these from lowering the standards in these the laws, and we're, we'll probably talk about this tomorrow about how they're trying to lower the standards on our laws, policing. But who benefits when you lower the standards? Who are the culprits? Blacks, Unless, and, and black and brown people. Yeah, there are some white people. Yeah, but when you only make up thirteen percent of the population, and then have that thirteen percent as committing a majority of the crime, that's not good. So who are you helping? You see, who are you helping? So Kim Fox trying to, oh, well, we're going to let this person go and we're going to let, like, are you serious? So I'm so glad they got rid of Lori and they can't make a mistake by putting in Brandon Johnson. Well, people will say, yeah, but the town is predominantly, I think Chicago is probably, I think 49% black. And, and the mindset will be, well, if it's 49% black, why is it? that black people aren't in control. Well, Lori was in control and look what happened. Absolutely nothing. More black people, more black people have been killed in Chicago than killed in Iraq. And I've also made the statement there's probably more black people that have been killed at the hands of black people than the KKK has ever done. These are facts that no one wants to look at. You would think that Biden, since he wants, he keeps trying to appeal to the black vote that he would say, we're going to clean this up. Because this doesn't make any sense. Our electoral base that has put me into office, they're being killed. But instead, what does Biden do? I'm going to retrieve to the basement. And by the way, the first, the first primary will be in South Carolina. Now, why is that? Because South Carolina is predominantly black? Yeah. Well, the, the voter roll is predominantly black, that is. 
these are the conversations that we try to have with Democrats, but they just deflect, deflect, deflect when we bring up the violence in Chicago. They'll say, oh, look at uh, St. Louis or look at Memphis. Those are in Republican states. It's like, yeah, but they're ran by Democrats. And this is just the deflection the Democrats like to use is they'll bring up violence in some of the red states, which are predominantly happens in big cities ran by Democrats. So um, they don't want to have the conversation. Instead, they'll deflect and try and point blame at Republicans when it's always the Democrats who've been running the city. Like we just said, look how long it's been since Chicago has had a Republican mayor. You're right. Democrats run these cities. And I'm glad you mentioned that. Well, not the cities, but the, uh, they, right, they run the cities, but not the state. Because you look at Tennessee. Tennessee is red, but Memphis is blue. Look at St. Louis. Look at Chicago. Look at New Orleans. Look at Atlanta. Who's at the top of the government there? You have Democrats. And closer observation, in some of these cities, there are black mayors of black officials running the town that are Democrats. Now, when you get a Republican running it, you don't have that. Look at New York City, Eric Adams. You look at D.C. the other day, the uh, D.C., and I'm surprised this happened, the mayor, Muriel Browser, who's just as incompetent as Lori Lightfoot, she should not be in that position. D.C. has never had, I want to say, a mayor who, who could really run things the way the city should be. But Muriel Browser, who I think is also a lesbian, identity politics, and you have to mention this. And don't go saying, well, he's mentioned this because he's homophobic. No, the Democrats mention it because they're into identity politics, so we have to mention it. Because we have to show you that simply because a person's a lesbian, a black, does not mean that you're going to get a better return. Look at Sam Britton. And this guy's still in women's clothes, but that's a story for a different day. But she recently, in the city council, voted to once again lower the standards on crime. And Biden has come in and said, nope, I'm going to veto it. We're not going to let it happen. Democrats are fit to be tied because they're mad about it. You don't lower your standards to appease a certain group. We're going to talk about this this week. That's a, that's a bad mistake. You don't do that. You never do that. Like in Chicago. Lori Lightfoot lowered the standards. Crime all over. Joe Biden lowered the standards across the country. Changing definitions of things. And who has it benefited? The criminals. Certainly hasn't benefited low Biden citizens. But Joe wouldn't know that. Joe can't see that. Why? Well, because Joe is retreating to the basement. That's where he's running everything. You know, we really do need to get our hands, Andrew, on the visitor's log in Delaware and see who's coming in and out. We would probably be surprised. And if we had, once again, a media that was curious, you would think they would put someone there outside the door so that we could see who's going in and out. But instead, they're going to put a camera at Mar-a-Lago to see who's going in and out. It makes no sense. Who cares about that? 
we need to know what's going on in our country, the person who's supposed to be running things. What is he doing? No one seems to want to know. So until such time, the country will continue to tread downward. The worst four years ever. I'm glad Jimmy Carter's living to see this. So that when he does take the final step in life, he'll know that he wasn't the worst president. Not even close to becoming the worst president. That was Joe Biden, an incompetent individual. Whom the Democrats have said, we don't need a white man at the head of the party, but that's what they got, Andrew. (laughs) Unfortunately. Yeah, very well said. It's hard to believe, but we're already out of time tonight. What a great show. We discussed a lot. Thank you all for joining us once again on After Dark with Robin Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Pandora, or wherever you stream. Please like, subscribe, give us two thumbs up or a five-star review, or go to AmericaOutloud.com. We'll see you guys next time. And remember, stand for something or fall for nothing.